Hallelujah. I just want to greet you one more time and welcome you into the presence of God. And I want to say thank you to Pastor Andy and thank you to the whole church for this trust. I'm always grateful. So I just want to go really quick, uh, quickly with this message, which is a very good message. It's a short one, but it's a good one. So can we just bow our head and have this short prayer? Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for everything you are doing for us. Thank you for this opportunity. May this time be your time where you'll be speaking to your people. You just use me as a simple instrument so that you may speak to your people and tell your people what you want them to hear by this time. I just want to thank you, Lord, and leave everything under the control of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and we say amen. amen. So, I just want to thank you again because you are paying attention. <laughs> but it's always good to pay attention because the word of God brings something new all the time. So you need to pay attention for you to really grab what God is having for you. So the message of today, I title it Transformation. And in French, we say Transformation. So I was telling Bill that I'm improving my English like all the time when I'm preparing a message. I learn a new word, because when I have it in French, normally what I do, I, I prepare my message in French. That's the first step. Then the second step, I have to take it from French to English. And let me tell you, it's not easy, but it's always good. I'm learning something. Uh, so as you can see, the transformation, but we have this side general, and this is an individual. So sometimes you may not even understand. It's like, you know, some box of CDs. You see inside that box, there's two CDs in one box, but we have two CDs. It's a way God is blessing people sometimes. God is blessing. You sit like one blessing, but inside that one blessing, we found two blessings. We found a general blessing. Let's even start. We start with an individual blessing. And at the very same time, it is a general blessing. And you get to understand this as we are reading our Bible today. We're in Judges chapter 13, verse 1 to 5. This is the story, uh, most of us, we know it. But I hope God's going to help us today to understand it in a very new way or in a very different way. And it will really help us. Yeah, I did enjoy this message myself as I was preparing it, especially when it is in French. It's, it's very good. So I didn't say it's not good in English. It's good in English. But you know, <laughs> as I told you, I'm studying in French and going to, to English. Right, this is the story of a man called Samson. Am I pronouncing it good? Because in French, we say Samson. Right, so... This is a story, we, we know it, but this story is starting somewhere. It's starting at a period, of, a period of judges, and this period of judges, so many things happen. And among those things happened, the story of Samson happened too. So, there were a man called Manoah. This man had a wife, but that wife was childless. She didn't have any child. Hallelujah. So people are speaking, so I will be suffering today, but I'm hoping the Holy Spirit will, will be translating so quickly to you. <laughs> right, so she was barren, she didn't have any child, and they were praying for God to bless them. 
Hallelujah. But at the very same time, the Bible is telling us that the children of Israel sinned against God. They did wrong against God. And God delivered them into the end of Philistines. In French, we call them Philistines. So you understand me. Amen. So the whole nation was under control of these Philistines. They were suffering. They were in a very bad situation. The whole nation was there crying for God to send them a deliverer, a savior. Hallelujah. So God came with a solution, with a CD. In that box of CDs, we found two CDs. That means God is coming with an answer for that small family of Manoah. That solution is the individual solution, right? At the very same time, that solution is also a general solution because that man came to save Israel. You see how God is good. God can bless you, not only for yourself, but for you to become a blessing or to be a blessing to others. And most of the time, that's the way God is blessing people. So our God is good for that. Hallelujah. So we see here a God who is answering two questions at once. One time, but he gives two solutions. But this man or this child was not like any child. This was a special child because he was coming with a mission to deliver Israel. Because of that reason, God had to choose him from the womb of his mother. They put him aside. We call him a Nazarene. But in English, I wrote it. A Nazarite. Good. A Nazarite. I'm doing good now. So these, these are, the, are the special people with some conditions for them to live. They're not living any kind of life. They're living a life with so many conditions. Like in this case, the first condition starts with the mother. The angel of God told the mother, you should not drink wine. You should not eat impure food. You see, just for you to receive a baby, but you have these conditions. But the baby himself, when he was born, as a child, the, um, the, the, his parents gave him a name, Samson. And this name has a meaning. We start with the meaning of his father, Manoah, which means rest or repos in French. You are learning French at the very same time, okay? But Samson himself means small sun. Petit, petit soleil. You see? Not sun like a, ch- a child, but sun, the sun shining. But he was a small sun shining. That means before this child, the children of Israel were under darkness. They were under a situation. But this boy was coming to bring light. was coming to give them a time to forget about those humiliations. But this boy had to follow some rules from God. No drink, no razor, not like me. <laughs> Hallelujah. So if I was Samson, I would be in trouble. But I thank God I'm not Samson. So this is a situation where we understand so many things. Our life can be a life of dedication. Your life can be not like any kind of life. Your life may be special. So the good thing in life is to get to know the purpose of your life. Sometimes we don't understand the purpose of our life. That's why we are doing anything. But if we understand that we are special anyhow, we won't do anything or anyhow. 
will be so special and will be following the rules of God. It's always good to understand this. Hallelujah. You know, I'm a good dancer. I can dance. But why don't I go to a club and start dancing there? I can go there and dance. But I'm not doing it because I understood that I'm not anyhow. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like uh, n'importe qui. What the word in French, in English. I'm not, I'm not like anybody. I'm so special. And you are special too. That's why you must discipline yourself. Whenever you discipline yourself, you'll see the result, the true result from God. Because you can't be just created a human being for no reason. God has a reason. If he wanted, he could create you like an onion. Then we put you in our food and eat. <laughs> or he could create you like a cow. Then we just catch you and eat your meat. But God decided to create you as a human being. It's for a reason. And you must do your best to understand the reason why you have been created. And the day you get to understand this, sorry, you'll be, you'll be different. Being Christians is a different life. We can't find you anywhere. We go, we find you there. You can't do anything. You must organize your life. As we are reading this story, we'll understand something happened. This man, Samson, find himself with four faces. That's why I was talking about the transformation. The very same person, but found himself with four faces. And among all these four faces, only one face was his true face. We read the first one, he was a liberator. Someone is coming to liberate people, to set people free from a situation. This was the reason why this boy was sent by God. But when we go a little bit down, we see the second face and the third face. We understand this transformation came for a reason. First of all, he was living a careless life. He had no discipline. He forget that he was special. And he started living like anybody. And he found himself as a prisoner. Apart from that, he found himself as an entertainer. The savior, the one God sent to serve the people, find himself now as a prisoner entertaining people. And at the last, this is the new word I learned. In French, we call him vengeur, but in English we say avenger. <laughs> Come on, put your hands together for me at least. <laughs> so today I'm bringing a simple message for you, just to advise you. As a preacher, I want you to keep your first face. Don't allow yourself to be using the second, the third, or the fourth. These are not your faces. You don't need them. But you can find yourself in those faces if you're living a life like anybody. You are a father. You are a mother. You must stop living like a small girl. You must change because you are now responsible. You have people under your control. So it's time for you to discipline your life. I wonder how people are living a life. She's a, a, a daughter or a girl. Same life. She's growing, having children. Living the same life. She gets old. Living the same life. No, 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 no. Sometimes we must learn to change our way of living. Let's be thinking about the people under our responsibility. Samson found himself in this situation because he forget about the responsibility under his shoulder. He had a responsibility to carry, but he forget about that and he start living life like anybody. Today, I want to tell you that you are not anybody. You are so special. I am so special. And because of that, I must live a special life. A life of discipline 
Like the church today, the church must live a life of discipline. It's not good for us to find the same thing in the church as we are finding out there. So if you want to see gossipers, you come at church, you'll see them. You go out there, you see them. You come at church and you meet with thieves, and out there you meet with them again. It's time for us to discipline our life and to understand the reason or the purpose we were created. As we are moving forward, this story is beautiful, but if we start reading it, with the time given unto us, we may not finish it. But when you read, the Bible says this boy was blessed at a certain period of his life. His body starts being built, and he becomes a real strong man. That's a blessing, different from a blessing of only words. We say, I bless you, and you get blessed. But this is a direct blessing, God blessing him with physical things. And you see the body of a person becoming like really a man. And the Bible says, even the Spirit of God was upon him. And he was doing things moved by the Spirit of God. We need that kind of blessings in our church today. Where we'll be moved by the Spirit of God. We won't do anything at any time. But we'll be doing things according to the move of the Spirit of God. That's the blessing we want for our church. Let me tell you that there's certain kind of blessings where God blesses you, even with courage to you to go and confront other people. If you are shy, but God can give you his power, his blessing for you to be bold, to go and start preaching his word. We need that spirit. Like with Samson, he needed that. Because you can't fight with a small body like mine. So God had to give him a good body like me. <laughs> Hallelujah. For him to be able to fight with those enemies. And when you start reading this story, you understand that Samson become really a man. He could beat 3,000 people himself. I wish I could have that power. Then I'll be beating you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this man was really powerful. He was blessed. And when you read like the chapter 14, you see how this man was doing things. He was amazing. But because this man did, didn't understand some of the things, he found himself in a situation. Look at this man. As a Nazarite, you are not allowed to touch corpse or dead bodies. But this man, one time, he killed a lion. Wow, this being so strong. He killed a lion and went. But when he was coming back, he found Annie in that lion. He forget that he was a Nazarite. He just goes there and took honey. This man was not supposed to drink wine, but he found himself in an environment where wine was always there. He found himself in a very disorder environment, and he found himself drinking. But because God was still good with him, he met with a wife who wanted to discover what is the, what, what is the source of that power. And he started lying to that woman, and that all the time when the woman would say, Samson, the Philistines are upon you, he would just stood up and beat them. Hallelujah. But you get a chance to read. I'm saying you can find this story in Judges chapter 13, verse 1 to 5, and you can go down there and finish it when you want. You'll be all alone at home. You can read up to where you want. You get tired, you sleep. But there are some few points I just want to bring today to help us. First of all, I want to tell you that 
Don't think like everybody loves you. It's a big mistake we are doing in our days. We want to be loved by everybody. That will not happen. Jesus, the Son of God, who did all good, but it's not everybody who loved him. The very same people he gave bread, they were the ones shouting, crucify him. So never think like you'll be loved by everybody. I want to remove that from your mind. That will never happen. And you must understand that out there, there are people who don't love whatever you're doing. They don't even love who you are. You didn't do them anything, but just the way you are, they just don't love you because of what you are. And when it comes to what you are doing, they are being so upset. Hallelujah. And that's life. We cannot change it. And the mistake today, the church thinks like, we are doing all our best to be loved by people. That's a big mistake. You never get to a point where people, everybody will love you. No. So, because we have those people who don't love us, let me tell you that they are busy working to put you down. Very busy. They are ready even to pay money to put you down. They are ready to spend nights not sleeping to put you down. Out there, there is someone who is ready to pay to put you down. And if you understand this, you live a careful life. Whenever you understand, because most of the time we don't know our enemies. Most of the time, our enemies are right on our side. The Bible says, a man who has enemies, the people from his own house. That's what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying your father is your enemy or your sister, but he may be your enemy. It's time for the church to change the way of living. It's time to live a careful life. God's Send me as a preacher, as a pastor. And right now, that's what I'm doing. But I want to preach today to the church to know how to support the servant of God in prayer. Because out there, there are some other people who are doing their best and they're doing everything to put me down. And they're doing the very same thing to Pastor Andy. They're doing the same thing to our commandos. They are busy working to put them down because they don't want to see us moving forward. So it's time for the church to support one another, especially to pray for the leadership. Because when the shepherd is beaten, all the sheep will be scattered. That's what the devil does. He will just beat the shepherd so that all the sheep scatter. So it's time for us to support. It's time for you, church, to support me, support Pastor Andy, support Donald, to support the all leadership of the church. This is the time. Because there are people who are spending all their time to put us down. When you read the story of Samson, these Philistines, they were busy with strategies to put him down. They sent Delilah, right? They sent that woman. Go there. It was a strategy to put him down. And they promised to Delilah, we'll pay you the money for you to do that mission. Why is the church so busy waiting for a pastor to fail in adultery so that the church may start sending messages and say, okay, you know our pastor failed. It's time for the church to support their pastors and their leaders. Hallelujah. Are we together, church? I'm taking you somewhere. Because I've understood that the church today is only waiting for scandals. That's what the church is waiting. The church doesn't want to hear good news. When a pastor has a big church, that's the time for the church to be waiting for him to fail. Because you are waiting for him to fail, yes, he will fail because you are making a group now. You 
plus the people who are working to put him down, you're becoming many than that pastor. He's all alone. Samson found himself in this situation where all a nation were planning to put him down. And Satan is doing the same thing with us, with a lot of the nation. So instead of waiting for you to hear that the court pastor feels somewhere there, it's time for you to support me in prayer. Don't wait for that time to come. We don't want scandals in our church. And we can avoid that by praying, but also by living a responsible life. I just want to thank God because my life, myself, I've been through so many things. And the way God is delivering me is just a testimony to me. And I, I'm praying God and say, help me to live this responsible life. Because most of the time, we forget about our mission and we find ourselves living any kind of life. May God help our church to live a different life, a life of discipline. My sister, my brother, you may be a youth, you may be an old person, but our life must be a discipline. Check every morning your life and make sure you're living, following the purpose that God sent you on earth. There will be a time we won't be alive. But what are we going to leave behind us? This man was sent as a deliverer, a liberator. But he found himself in a prison. Maybe today as I'm speaking to you, you're still doing your true mission or you still have your face. But if you don't live a disciplined life, you may find yourself as a prisoner. Samson was, had a chance because it was human being putting him in a prison. But the prison today is Satan himself putting you there. And when he puts you there, you may not get a chance to come out. And what the devil is doing, he wants to put a shame on us. That's what he's busy with. Look at Samson. When this Philistine catch him, they put him in prison, and the, he became there like a machine to help the economy to grow. He starts working there, serving them. He who was their enemy found himself producing for them food. The devil is ready to do anything to humiliate you. Hallelujah. And this message doesn't matter. It's not only pastors who need this kind of message, but all of us here, we need this message. Tomorrow you may find yourself a responsible somewhere. You remember this message. Whenever you are responsible, you must change your way of living. You cannot live like any like anybody. So I wrote even this. He was grinding the grain. This is a new word. And in French we say, moule. He started doing hard works for these people. And they were not satisfied. You know what they said? Let's make him as an entertainer. Because we are having our party, let that man come and entertain us. Savior, liberator. But now he starts entertaining his enemies. That's where you can find yourself, or I can find myself if I don't live a discipline. But at the very end of everything, who, the man who came to deliver people found himself as an avenger for himself, not for the people. He forget his mission. And the Bible said, he said he was crying for his eyes. Not for the people of God. He became so selfish and started crying for himself. He said, God, because of what they did to me, help me finish with them. You don't need that. Hallelujah. Are you getting something from this message? It's time for the church to be responsible. Whenever you know that, like, whenever you know that outside it's snowing, you won't come out with a shirt and a vest, you go. Right? Whenever we see snow out there, we cover ourselves very good, then we go out. 
That's the very same thing with our life on earth. We must know that the devil is busy trying to put us down, and whenever we know that, we put our spiritual arms. We learn about these spiritual arms, right? So it's time for the church to live this life because we have a mission to do. We must bring people to the kingdom of God, as many as we can. And because of that, we need some of the things, like a disciplined life. Otherwise, if you don't discipline yourself, you found yourself in a transformation life. And whenever your life starts to be transformed, you may not be transformed in a good way. Hallelujah. First of all, do your best to know why you were created as a human being. Secondly, you must know that you are not like anybody. You are special church. Light of the nation is not like any other church out there. We are special. And because we are special, we must have a certain way of living. But what we must do is to live a disciplined life. Let's not be doing anything like anybody. Discipline your life. It's for your own good. Because you have a mission. Whenever you see snow out there, you don't go with a shot. You cover yourself very well. So today, you still have that face of a liberator. So cover yourself very well because out there there's snow. Don't wait until you get to the snow and try to cover yourself with snow. <laughs> because when you get covered with snow, you won't be warm, but you'll be very cold. It's time for the church to live a disciplined life. At school, you may be a youth, you may be young. Being beautiful doesn't mean being allowed to do anything. Your beauty may be for a purpose. Who knows, maybe God wants you to be that beautiful for you to bring the president of this country here. Who knows, maybe with that beauty you deliver someone who is involved in drugs and things like that. He may follow that beauty and behind that God will just catch him. Hallelujah. You are smart. You must know why God allow you to be that smart. So discipline yourself. Me as a singer, I will end up by this. We, have a, we don't live any kind of a life. Just for singing. They will tell you not eat palm oil. Even though they cook it very good and you are looking at it, oh God. But you can't eat it for you to keep your voice. They will tell you don't drink cold things for you to keep your voice. They will tell you you must have a time to just scream or shout at least once a day. Just for your voice. But people are disciplining themselves that way. What about for you who have a mission to serve souls. What about you who are taking care of people? I think, church, this is the right time for us to change our way of living. I don't want you and me to be like this man who was sent as a liberator, but he died in a very bad situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time for us to do the mission God sent us to. And because of this, even though I get an opportunity to sin, Whenever I remember all this, I'm saying, God, please, I'm afraid to be a prisoner. Because whenever I'm a prisoner, <laughs> the devil will do with me whatever he wants. I want to keep my first face of a liberator. And I want you to keep that face too. How many people have destroyed their life and they just woke up late? They wanted to do something, planning to stop by day. But before they reached there, everything was messed up. And they couldn't come back. It's time, church. This is the short message I prepared today. And I want you to understand it. 
And may the God who gave this message continue teaching you more things I couldn't tell you today. Maybe with my broken English, you don't really get what God want to tell you. But let me promise you that this God will explain this to you very clearly. But our purpose is the church to change the way of living. The church must change the way of living. We are not anybody. We are special. And because we are special, let's live a disciplined life for us to keep our first face. Otherwise, tomorrow, we'll see you now very blind, not having your eyes. You still need your eyes. You still need your freedom. You don't need to be a prisoner. The devil is doing all his best to put you in jail. But God came to set you free. And I want you to remain free because that's the purpose of God. Don't put yourself in a situation where you'll be a prisoner. God paid the price for you. You shall no longer be a prisoner again because he paid the price. So it's up to you. You can decide today if you want to be in jail or you want to live a free life. May God bless you.